Hey, welcome to Braves Country. This week on Braves Country, we welcome country music and Grand Ole Opry superstar Mark Wills. Mark's born and raised in Braves Country, and his hit song 19-something was the most played country song on radio in 2004. He'll talk about his USO tours, entertaining the troops. Ain't nobody more patriotic than Mark Wills. And like you and I, he loves the Atlanta Braves. We'll talk about the best memories, favorite players, and such as that. Next on Braves Country. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Hello, boys. What are you doing, Mark Wheels? Well, realizing that everything I've got in my house right now is screwed up. Uh-oh, what, what have you done? I have no idea. I, uh, I bought a new laptop mm-hmm. and, uh, oh, snap, hang on, dadgummit, stupid slide. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like he's from Woodstock, Georgia with a dadgummit. Whatever you I'm, do. I'm from Blue Ridge. Don't you mess that up. <laughs> yeah, I'm I didn't mean to. No, I'm from Dalton, look. I'm right over the hill, man. I know what you mean. <laughs> Sorry. So I came in, got everything, starting to get everything squared away, realized, I guess, in the lightning storm last week, Something happened to my little system that I use downstairs, and uh, I've got no power. Goodness. So, so the bunker that we have all, that we've been doing throughout COVID, yeah, is uh, offline right now. You're down for the count. So I hope you can hear me I, okay. I can hear you perfectly. Uh, no, it sounds perfect. Okay, good. With the AirPods, yeah, man, and uh, the porch, dude, it looks great. It looks great. So what, during COVID, is that where you did like performances and stuff? Like when you were streaming them? We did the live from the bunker stuff from the basement. Okay. Yeah. So I basically built like a studio in the basement, you know, just so I could stay sane. Yeah. And, you know, play some music and stuff like that. Did the Facebook live. And then we, then we incorporated it onto Twitter and we incorporated it onto uh, YouTube and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so we've been, we've been doing all that and man, it's, you know, it was, it was fun, but I'm, so much happier to be back out on the road. Oh that my is, that's, goodness. That's, that's the truth. You were really busy earlier in the week. What were you doing? I know you went hiking at last week, and then was it touring in the beginning of this week? I was hiking up, and uh, we're up doing uh, outside Gatlinburg, doing some of the Smoky Mountains. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and a buddy of mine took the families up there, went to Dollywood, went to Gat, you know, all that kind of stuff. First part of the week, I had uh, my 95-year-old father-in-law, uh, stepfather-in-law who passed away, had his funeral. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, we did some stuff like that. And so it was just, it's just been a, it's been a hectic few weeks, especially with getting back out on the road. That's yeah. that's made it, uh, that's made the normalcy kind of creep back in. I want to introduce you to my buddy Scott. Scott has been around music a long time. He managed Driving and Crying and Blackberry Smoke and Drive-By Truckers, Jason Isbell. And so he's he's been around the music industry a lot. Man, I know what it's like to be uh, on and off the road and have that feeling where you're coming back from the road or you're out there and you're can't get anything done at home you get home you you're tired from the road it's it's a rough gig isn't it sometimes it's uh you know sometimes it can be a pain in the butt but you know after 17 months of sitting at the house doing nothing right right uh i would have taken i would have taken a minivan tour 
(laughs) (laughs) to trailer parks all across georgia yeah or whatever we we set this whole thing up man i was i was gonna go start playing rv parks that's the way i you know i I had envisioned it i was like well hey you know we're gonna go to cage cove we're gonna get out and yeah absolutely when you first started getting going to be back out hey mark when you first started going and music and touring around what was the weirdest vehicle you toured in i know i had a country band from texas called Slobberbone a long time ago (laughs) and they showed up and their their van had broken down and we had to put them in a pickup truck and run around the east coast and that was okay not safe how about you you know for me um we kind of we kind of started out uh, spoiled brats. And what I mean by that is, you know, when, when we started out, uh, there was a little bus company right here in Atlanta that we used. And uh, they had one of Journey's old buses from the Faithfully video. Let's go. They had, they had one of Motley Crue's old buses. They had one. Uh, oh, it was, it was great. So we had a bunch of old crew buses. That, Literally, uh, that Motley Crue. <laughs> literally motley crew that we uh we took out and uh that's that's what we toured around in so it was man it was uh it was awesome we there, had a blast there weren't any stains in the back lines of that bus were no there? you know um uh at at the ripe old age of 22 you didn't worry about that kind nah, of stuff uh-uh. at the right at the at the age that i'm at now i would have paid a little closer attention <laughs> to the things you know to the to the buses <laughs> that i'm getting in but right. uh but back then we uh we just sort of rolled with so it. Somebody got some Windex or some Lysol or <laughs> exactly some Clorox wipes. We definitely don't bring the black light in there mm-hmm. to uh, check out, you know, mm-hmm. what everything is. You mm-hmm. don't want to do that. No, it's funny, man. You're exactly right. You, you said you were up in Dollywood. It, did Did you happen to see Dolly reposing as a uh, a Playboy playmate? Did you see that? I I did see that, man. You know, she's uh, still I a smoke show. She's such a sweet listen make no mistake okay make no mistake about this dolly is a straight up businesswoman there ain't no doubt about you it. know she is uh she she has got her stuff together but the thing that i love about her is that she balances the caricature with the businesswoman mm-hmm. you know people always think you know that she's this sweet lovable you know lady and and, and, and while she is, she is while she is, she is a straight up hoss at you know at the, at the business world. I mean, she knows what she wants. She knows what she will uh, you know accept, and and she goes after it. You know, and and good for her, man. I mean, she spent you know I don't even know how many years. I know she just celebrated uh, maybe maybe it was fifty years as a Grand Ole Opry member. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, just a few months ago, which you know I got to be a part of that. Uh, or I got to be a part of the Dolly Week. Um, so, yeah, man, I mean, she's she's a beast. And she's got such a great spirit and heart, too. Um, I remember when it was Porter Wagner's 50th anniversary on the Opry, uh, I, I had the uh, honor of being the executive producer of his final record, Wagon Master. And uh, nice. we called her up and asked, you know, would you come over and be a part of the 50th anniversary special on the Opry? And not only did she come and, you know, take part in the whole thing. She sat Porter in a chair in the middle of the Opry stage and sang, I will always love you to him in front yeah. of the, in front of the world. And it was just a beautiful moment. I mean, how, what a kind hearted woman she is. Well, to know the song, to know the, the premise of the song, where it came from and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. And then to know that, you know, that, that that's really what got her career started. I mean, it, you know, if, if not for, 
you know, don't get me wrong. If it, even if Porter Wagner hadn't been around, there would have been a Dolly Parton. Uh, but that was a huge catalyst for the beginning of her career. And, you know, and, and Dolly, like so many of us, you know, there's, there's never a time when, when we don't pay tribute or, or honor our beginning, where we got our start. You know, even if you maybe didn't like where it was, yeah. uh, we still have the opportunity. We still, we still look back on that kind of stuff and we go, you know what, man, if, if not for the Porter Wagner show, in my case, if not for stone walls up on jimmy carter boulevard uh west texas down on central avenue and then moving to the buckboard and singing at the buckboard for five nights a week for you know about four years and signing my record deal three three and a half four years out of there you know where would where would i be so you know i mean those are i think that is i think that's something that that she truly uh even with the differences that her and porter had they she still truly loved him i mean it was still a big part of her life yeah no doubt about it and and you know for you i, I think about it because i i remember when you were asked by vince gill to join the opry and i remember when you went up and i remember watching the the, the video of you you know being you know inducted into the grand Ole opry and i think about that right. like you know like that's the biggest honor in country music. I don't think there's a bigger honor than that. There's not that I can think of. And then I, you know, think about the Atlanta Braves because this is a Braves country podcast, and a guy like Chipper Jones that I'm loosely acquainted with. At least we could shake hands and know who each other is when we, you know, pass. I obviously would know who him. I'm just fortunate that he can remember my name occasionally. But you know, to see people that I'm at least acquainted with hit the yeah. pinnacle hit the highest level that you can hit in the industries that they work. Dude, that's remarkable. It is unbelievable. When you were playing the buckboard, it's not like you were thinking, man, I can't wait to join the Opry. <laughs> Maybe you were. You know, I, I think we – well, I think any kid that plays Little League Baseball, if you are if you live in Atlanta or, you know, let's, let's, let's call it for the reality that it is. Look, we have people that live in Atlanta – that are Dodgers fans. We have people sure. who live in Atlanta that are Cardinals fans, you know, whatever. But for me, it was always, I was a Bob Horner, Dale Murphy, Chris Shambliss, uh, you know, Glenn Hubbard, Claudio Bruce Washington, Claudio. That was the, that was the era that I grew up watching. I remember being a kid and going to Fulton County stadium. My dad, you know, I was like, Daddy, do we have tickets? And he's like, no, we got this. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> what do you mean? And I remember we would go. This is how few people were there. We would go to the stadium. My dad would buy the 3 or the $5 nosebleed seats. You would go all – there was one ramp that you would, you would buy, and it would literally – that ramp took you all the way to the very top. You, we would walk over one section – come right back down and sit right behind the dugout for $3 because there was nobody there. That's right. You know, I mean, I can remember doing that. And, and, you know, and, and, and those are the days that I remember, you know, it, like if, if I, if I had written 19 something, if I had written that song, it would have been, I was Dale Murphy in my front yard, yeah. not Roger Stallback in, right. my, in my backyard. Such because that was, the, that was the, that was the you know the the era that I grew up Me in, too. man. And and believe it or not, at, at you know seven years old, eight years old, 
you'd asked me what I was going to be when I grew up, I would have told you a professional baseball player. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I thought I was that good. Yeah, I agree. And then you realize how much work is involved in, in becoming that. And it's the same way with being an artist, though. How much work is become, you know, it takes to become a, an actual artist with a, a record deal and that, that tours and puts out albums and songs like 19-something and, and then writes some on their own. It. it it's real work, and people only see the glamorous side, like the Grand Ole Opry. People see the glamorous side. They see you when you've got the uh, the sparkly jacket on and your hair's all fixed and all that kind of stuff. What they don't Dang, see you're is good when, you're, when you're sitting here in your ball cap and you've got your guitar and there's three guys in a room and you're going, what do you think about this line? And everybody's like, no, nah, I hate that's that. That's stupid. You know, what do you think about this line? And they're like, no, that's stupid, man. Yeah, cut, you know, and, cut that one. And, yeah, they don't, they don't see that side <laughs> of it. They don't see the side of of you know of like you know today i mean what you know I, i'm a i'm a grand old opry member I'm, I'm 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 literally in my 25th year of being a touring act and what was i doing 40 minutes ago i was at costco <laughs> picking up crap for the bus That's a, so know? glamorous I, yeah such a glamorous life you know and and you know and people don't see that but but you know but it, i think it's like anything else People don't see uh, the practice sessions. People don't see the rehab. People don't see, uh, you know, the time that you spend in the batting cage with a, a hitting coach learning to crank those, you know, 410-foot, you know, jacks to center field. You know, they don't see that kind of stuff. And, you know, and, and so when, when, you know, like any of our jobs – you know, that's just, that's just part that goes along with it. And and you miss, and that's what I was telling my son the other day, is that if you want, because he's 17 and plays pretty competitive baseball and still thinks that there's a right. chance he's going to be a big leaguer, maybe he will. I, I, I just be encouraging and like, go do your thing, man. Go do your thing. But that's yeah. the thing. Some days you have to miss going to Six Flags with your buddies. You have to miss uh, somebody's birthday party because you got a game. And, and if you're not willing to do those things, then that road is not for you. Look, brother, I missed about – I have a 22-year-old daughter, and I missed probably 17 of those 22 birthdays because her birthday's in August. I missed my my kids' senior proms and stuff like that because we were gone. And that's the, and that's the deal with anything. I mean, you think about – you think about Chipper, you think about his family, but you think about Murph, and you know Murph had like 123 kids, I think. I think he's like still that. adding on. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, you think about families like that of baseball players that are that are gone. They're they're on the road for their season more than I'm on the road because I mean I'm only gone from the house three four days at a time. Uh, you think about those guys; they miss everything. That's that's their life, and uh, you know, and that's the life of a professional musician. That's the life of you know, of a rock star. It's a life of a baseball player, of a football player, of a basketball player. I mean, that's just, that's our lifestyle. And, and it, you know, and, and I think like any of us as, as a child, as a kid, when you're, when you're formulating that dream, you never formulate the family aspect into that. You never think about the kids because you're a kid yourself. Right. Life experience you know, isn't was, there. Right. When I was, when I was, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old thinking, man, I'm going to go be a big-time country music singer. I'm going to be touring like Alabama. I'm going to be touring like Ronnie Millsap. Let's go. I'm going to be doing that kind of stuff. When I was deciding that's what I wanted to do, I didn't know I was going to be a dad of two little girls. I didn't know that 
I would know every Disney movie from start to finish. <laughs> I would be able to I would be able to see the dress hanging up in the corner and go, you need to pick your Elsa dress up. Okay. I've got a vacuum. Okay. <laughs> Never thought I was gonna be doing that. So Well, you're a Renaissance you know, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I, hey, listen, brother, I can I can run with the best of them. I've got I've got my pistol sitting right here, I've got my <laughs> rifle right there, and I can name I could sing every song that Rapunzel sings. So there you go. (laughs) Life is good. Now, Mark, besides baseball and music, uh, one other thing we all three have in common is that we're all avid supporters of the U.S. military. Of course, Tug here is a veteran, and we all respect that. And uh, you may you, see a bunch of my stuff up here. Yeah, on the exactly, I've got a man. Bunch of stuff I, right here behind me. Right, and I know you made a, a bunch of trips to entertain troops in Iraq, Kuwait, Afghanistan, Korea, Italy. Uh, tell us about those shows and trips, and and what it means to you to be able to support our troops in that way. You know, back in uh, so so back in O two, when uh, when we had just went into Afghanistan, uh, I was supposed to go on uh, on the first sergeant major of the army uh, USO tour to to Afghanistan and Uzbekistan and places like that. And my wife got put on bed rest. Uh, we were expecting our second daughter, and we didn't know it was a daughter at the time. We were just expecting a baby. And I had to bow out of that. And I always, it always broke my heart that I had to, to, to bow out of that trip. So fast forward, I spent uh, the Christmas season of 03, 04, 05, 06, 07. And there was one year in there that I stayed home because my kids asked me, you know, they're like, you know, what do you want for Christmas? And they're like, I want you to, you know, want you to stay home and, and, and do Christmas with us. Tough, tough, you know, to, and, and tough to turn that imagine, down. Imagine your imagine your nine year old or your eight year old, you know, saying, Daddy, for the last, you know, for, for the for the last six or seven years, you've you've been overseas. And 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 now let me preface that. We would get home every Christmas Eve like by midnight. You know, we would we would typically get in seven, eight, nine o'clock at night. But, you know, but Christmas Day and the next three or four days, I was pretty much useless yeah, because wiped out. you're coming from that you're coming from that night, the seven hour time difference and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, or, or different places, you know, wherever you were and man, it was, it was tough, but you know, but I look back on those opportunities. Uh, I look back on those events as some of the very best trips of my life because, uh, you know, I mean, I'll show you right here. There there's, uh, it's amazing. There's my, there's my nine eleven flag that, you know, that a buddy of mine gave me. Uh, you know, it's got the New York skyline yeah. on it. It's, you see all the, you see all the stuff up on the wall. Sure. Those are truly, those are the things, man, for me, like this one right here was, uh, from fifth special forces. And this one right over here was from some of my jumps with the United States army parachute team and, wow. you know, and, and, and different things from, from all around, uh, from all around the world that we've, you know, we've been able to do. And, and what you can't see is like you know I've, i brought some i brought some 50 cal rounds back from nice. uh from afghanistan that they probably weren't very happy about when they saw them in the luggage <laughs> uh you know they but seem I've to look over flags and, yeah they overlooked it you know we're flying military yeah, yeah exactly no uh, i love it but yeah man those are those are those are incredible i mean this room this room that i'm sitting in right now is uh is filled with my memories uh from uh, from mainly iraq and afghanistan it's amazing and, 
Kuwait and and, uh, and different places like that. Yeah, and we're coming up on the 20-year anniversary of 9-11, just because it reminded me of seeing yeah. that, that flag on the ceiling. Scott, go ahead. Oh, you Absolutely. know, and it's great that you went over there and, and performed for them, but now they're all kind of coming back, thank God, and uh, we got to kind of take care of our guys that are getting back over here, don't we? Do you know about this, the Warrior Alliance? We've uh, They moved in down here, and they have a home base here, and we talked to them on the air um, basically, they're trying to get all the veterans organizations together and be the one spot where you can come and uh, kind of find help if you're a veteran. And we were hoping maybe we can get you together with them and we can do something for these guys. Dude, I home. would love that. Yeah. I, uh, you know, one of the one of the things that that we did that we always wanted to make sure that the family felt that just because we were entertaining the the troop, whether it be a male, female, whatever, you know, whatever, you know, mom, dad, whoever. Uh, we always did a thing, and, uh, and every year that we were there, we would tell people, we would say, okay, now, you know, we'd take our picture, we'd take our picture, and they're in uniform, and we've got our USO hat on or something like that, and I would tell them, I would say, okay, you bring this picture to whatever show that you come to, and that's your backstage pass because you're in uniform. They were in uniform, and, Great idea. Uh, and we Great always idea. wanted to make sure, we always wanted to make sure that, that when, you know, when dad got home or when mom got home, or whatever that they could bring the family out, and we could, you know, reminisce and, and talk about, you know, some of the some of the the good times because yeah. we all know that there are plenty of bad times. We all know that there are a lot of horrible things that those men and women saw and witnessed and and were involved in, and uh, and we like we like for that to be a, a positive. We like for those meet and greets to be a positive for for the family members as well because you know so so often. You know, somebody comes home and and they're they're haunted by uh, they're they're haunted by something that they saw, or they're haunted by something that they experienced, or something that they were directly involved in. And we like to make uh, we like to give the family a little positive piece of uh, you know of of that time that they were away as well, sure. because sometimes that's not focused on. Yeah, no, it is. It's it can be incredibly challenging. And look, a, a buddy of mine, you may know him too. Do you know Joey Jones at all? He's I do know Joey. Yeah. I just I talked to. I, I say I talked to him. I sent him a text the other day. He's horrible at responding yes. to Instagram messages. He's yeah. horrible. No, but you don't got to tell I'm me. I'm calling him out right now. <laughs> I know that you don't have any legs. That does not affect your typing. That's paper. right. Pal. Okay, you can you can respond. That's you right. Know? No, he's such a great dude. He and I is funny because he and I uh, both went to the same high school. I graduated the year behind his sister, and I knew of him, but we didn't know each other. It wasn't until you know probably right. ten years ago that we got to know each other. But but it's it, it's guys like him that that made such sacrifices and and have used whatever it is that that is deep inside to not let it sideline them. You know, and he went off to Georgetown, got his degree, and he now works for Fox News Channel, and he's just doing so well. Yeah. But but sometimes some guys and, and gals, they need that extra, just just extra help to find that, to find that whatever it is to get them on the right track. I agree. Uh, you know, Joey, I met Joey at SHOT Show probably 12, 13, 14 years ago, something like that. And, you know, and, 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 I think the last time I saw him, maybe we were, we were going to a concert and, and I walked up and, and just spoke to him in line. You know, we, we don't, we, we're not best friends no, because our lives don't allow us to be in the same group all the time. Yeah. We're always gone, but yeah. you know, but I give him a hard time. He's a great dude. Uh, you know, I, I love to see our men and women, regardless of your level of service. 
I love to see them excel. I love to see them thrive. And he is definitely the poster child for somebody that took a really horrible experience and turned that around and made it a positive. Yeah. And he has, you know, he has done a tremendous job. And and you know what? And the and the, the 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 really good thing about him is that he rarely ever says anything that I disagree with. Yeah, he's. I he's mean, he is a straight shooter. Yeah, yes, he he's a smart dude and a fine American for sure. But uh, I know he's a big outdoorsman. And and Scott and I were talking about this too is that Braves country is full of of outdoorsmen. They hunting and fishing. It like it goes hand in hand with baseball. I know my son is baseball if baseball were cancer, he'd be in he'd be in bad shape. So <laughs> the only thing he likes to do more than or as much as play baseball is go fishing. And I know you're you're very yeah. much a hunting and fishing outdoorsman. I I don't fish near as much as I do hunt. Um my my youngest daughter and I try every year to go elk hunting. Uh, we like to go out west somewhere and, and elk hunt. Um, I've got one, two, three uh, elk racks hanging on the wall here. Two big white tails, uh, and 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 really at the end of the day, man, that's that's something that we just love to do. You know, I'm, being from Blue Ridge and uh, being that I grew up up there, you know, Fighting Town Creek. I can't tell you how many fish I caught out of Fighting Town Creek as a as a kid. Um, but you know, but that is definitely something that, uh, you know, that, that a lot of our, uh, a lot of our warriors, they love, you know, when they're home, I've done several like and uh, wounded warrior hunts where, you mm -hmm. know, you take a, an injured service member, uh, you know, on an elk hunt or something like that. I took a buddy of mine, I hosted him on a, uh, on a Tecumati hunt out in, uh, out in Texas, West Texas, several years ago. Uh, you know, I love doing stuff like that. Those are just, those are some great opportunities and they're, and they're, they're as fulfilling for me as I think they are for the warrior, because I mean, it allows us to just really sort of share experiences, share the positives and the negatives and all that kind of stuff, because, you know, no, no matter who you are, you have good and bad things sure. that you've experienced. Yeah, no doubt. And, and speaking of Joey, just because we'll, we'll close out uh, that chapter anyway with him, because he does, he, you need to go out and be on his show. He's got an outdoors, Fox Outdoors where they just go hunting okay for for fox nation we need to we that's gotta that's gotta happen man you gotta be out there because he goes he goes hunting with all all sorts of folks and nascar drivers and ball players and country singers and that's a perfect fit for you so we got yeah we got to figure that one out i would love to make that happen now mark do your wife uh does your wife kelly and your two daughters uh also follow the braves along with you do you bring the family out to truist park much we uh let's see we were just at truest I, I posted a picture just a few weeks ago uh I, I came with uh i came with my daughters i came a few weeks ago also with uh, a couple guys i used to work with on the road it was uh, it was a great night we were at the delta 360 club nice uh went in had something to eat went in and sat right uh you know right there uh, behind home plate and and to be perfectly honest with you and i'm i'm gonna say this uh and I, no disrespect to anybody. Literally, the the baseball game was uh, atmosphere because we were we were doing catching up. We were literally catching up on on not getting to see each other, not getting to spend any, any time with each other for the last decade. Um, and and it was really you know baseball is one of those things where you know you can you can sit and watch every play of the game, watch every pitch. Or it can also be, you know, the catalyst to get some guys together that that they haven't spent any time together and uh, and really just have sort of old home week. Yeah. And that's what we had that you know a few weeks ago. It was probably you know they were playing the Pirates. 
uh, I don't even, honest to God, I don't even remember if we won or lost that night because <laughs> yeah. it was a win for me that's right. because I was getting to hang out with my buddies. Right. Yeah, that, you know, that's the great thing about baseball is you can go to the ballpark and, and take in a game you know, five, ten, twenty times a year, and they're all going to be different experiences. You might see a pitcher's duel, or a, or a blowout, or uh, or you might just be talking with buddies. I know uh, I went. I've been to a couple of rain delays lately, and uh, I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed them. We just went and had a great time. It's just all about hanging out with your people. Well, I can tell you that that the in in my opinion, the best thing that the Braves have done is move the park from where it was from from down in downtown Atlanta up here because I thoroughly enjoy the battery. You know, there's there's so many great places to go and hang out. Uh, you know, there's there's live music, there's great food, there's bar food, there's I mean there's everything that you can possibly imagine. And and to me that's that's one of the things that makes the uh, one of the things that truly makes the battery and and truest part makes that just a great experience all the way around because regardless of what you want to do if you want to go down and have a nice steak there's great steak place and then you know then you can walk in and enjoy the game uh you know or you can go down and have a hot dog and and grab a beer and walk into the park i mean it's 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 just that cool they yeah. even got they even have sushi out there someplace. I mean, because baseball and sushi, I mean, that's hand in hand, right? Exactly. Hand Those glove. go hand in hand. Nothing <laughs> says nothing says baseball like ninety seven degree fish. You know, uh, raw fish, and let's go. That's exactly right. <laughs> it's almost like gas. It's almost like gas station sushi. There's just certain things that don't go together. But you know, but right. I will say that there's some great. There's a lot. I've I've never eaten at one place down there that I that I walked away from and went. Yeah, they should rethink this. <laughs> yeah, right. Everything's been awesome. Yeah, gas stations, I love it. Hey, speaking of uh, food and great food, you're right. You know, the Delta Club where you were, you know, and sushi down there is terrific. And the, the restaurants at the Battery are awesome, too. Talk about some of your favorite places to eat across Braves country. And it, it can be Georgia, Florida, Texas, Alabama, you know, Tennessee, South Carolina, North Carolina, Arkansas, wherever. Are there are there places on the road that you've experienced that you're like, man, when we come back, I'm going there? You know, um, that's what I was just I was actually just looking for the place that we ate the other night. Uh, a, a buddy of mine set it up and I'm trying. It's a gr- it's a great steak place right there at, at the battery. Uh, OK. And I can't remember the name of it. I was, I was actually looking to see if. Oh, it's the uh, it's oh, the one C. on the yes, yeah, C. Ellis. That's exactly right. C. Ellis. We we ate at C. Ellis the other night, man. It was incredible. Uh, you know, we we played actually one of the very first shows at Park Bench uh, when when everything was opening back up. We played Park Bench, and that was just an amazing. That's it was cool. a Sold out show. You know, those guys were great. Um, you know. My my personal, you know, I, I live more up toward the the Canton area, so you know when 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 we're at home, you know we uh, we stay we stay close to the house, um, you know for for us, I mean I love me some like JD's barbecue. Uh, there's they've got a place over by the lake, uh, you know, it, it, which which actually doubles as a cool stop, cool spot because that is the Blue Cat from oh uh, yeah from ozark the uh from ozark that's right yeah i did know that so you know we do a lot of stuff like that you know i i I stay close to the house because i'm gone so often what are you cooking on the grill if you're throwing food on the grill (sighs) 
well, I'm probably going to go up to Costco. I'm probably going to get me some bone and ribeyes, and uh, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna marinate them up, and uh, and I'm gonna throw them on the grill. Buddy, I love it. Ain't nothing better. That's awesome. It's been great. Um, listen, I'm a hey. Listen, I'm a fat guy. I like food. <laughs> me too. You know, there's a lot of you know there's a lot of people that would get on there and they'd be like, well, you know, I, I like I like a nice piece of salmon. Yeah, or something mm-hmm. like that. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I, uh, give me a steak. No, no right. I like salmon. I do too. But if I'm not catching it in Alaska and yeah. filleting it right there, yeah, I'm gonna go for a steak. Yeah, if I you got know, my that's, druthers, that's my that's my wife's thing. Yeah, absolutely. If I got my druthers. I'm going with steak. Now, Mark Wills, what's coming yeah. up for you? Uh, you got any new songs, records, or, or tours coming up on the horizon? You want to tell us about? Well, we are. Uh, I, I'm, I'm actually going to announce it right here first. Let's go. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be playing. I've got three shows in the local area this the rest of this year. Uh, October 2nd, I'm at the North Georgia Fair in Marietta. We're closing out the performance uh, the performances of the of the North Georgia Fair. Seems like we always do that. We've done that for like the past eight or nine years. We're always the last performance Save night. The best for so last. That's going to be on October. Yep, that's going to be October 2nd. Uh, October, I believe it's the 16th. Let me um, check my schedule while I'm sitting here doing that because. Uh, I am, uh, I'm, I can't, uh, July, uh, dang, I, mean, I, I would have to, you know, uh, would have to be doing that. Yeah. 16th, uh, playing uh, in Hiawassee, Georgia with my, one of my major, major musical idols, Ronnie Millsap. Oh my gosh. And, you serious? Uh, f- yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. Doing, doing a show with Millsap up there and then December 31st. New Year's Eve. Let's go. Uh, I haven't talked about this at all. Haven't posted about this at all. It's not on the website or anything else. But New Year's Eve, we're going to play the Governor's Gun Club in Kennesaw for a big hometown blowout. I've not done a hometown New Year's Eve show in over 25 years. And so we're going to have just like a friends and family uh, fun event over to Governor's Gun Club uh, to play kick off 2022 i love that place it's amazing yeah man it's awesome i tell you what the the, the steakhouse or the the food upstairs in the in the dining room is unbelievable it's great uh they do such a great job you know and I, i'm a big shooter i've i've been a gun guy my entire life uh i love to shoot guns but i'll be perfectly honest with you i i almost treat the gun club as my social club i i love to take people there to eat uh, I love for them to go experience things. They have a lot of wild game uh, in, in on their menu. And to me, that's just incredible. I mean, you can have elk chops. You can have kangaroo. You can have, I mean, there's all kind of stuff to eat there. My favorite, if you go in, you tell them you need the Mark Wills birds and bacon. Birds that is and bacon. Quail, that is quail wrapped in bacon. And you know, like anything else, you can wrap a dog turd in bacon, <laughs> and it's right, edible. Right. But you put quail in bacon, oh, son. Dude, I mean, that's, that's living. Just, that's just the best. That so, is living. You know, you know how to live, yeah, Mark Wills. You got to go, go up there and get you some birds and bacon. I'm going to do it. Ain't no doubt about it. If you've not been, Scott, the place is incredible. I'm, I think we it's, just got our schedule for the rest yeah, of the year. Absolutely. Let's I go. Hey, look, I, it's going to be hard <laughs> it's, not it's to go. One? We always go to, I always go to the one over there right behind Carl Black, yeah. uh, you know, right there in Kennesaw. Cause there's two locations. There's mm-hmm. the, uh, there's the one out in Dallas or, or Hiram. 
Uh, and then there's the one, uh, the Governor's Gun Club, right there in Kennesaw. That's the one we always go to. And the great thing about that hometown New Year's Eve show, talking about missing holidays and birthdays, is you get to have New Year's Eve at home. You get to have New Year's Day at home with the family afterwards, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know what? Scott, I'm not going to lie to you, man. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you at all. That I don't know why my phone keeps ringing. That's it. Well, you're popular, man. Right? You're going on tour. You're blowing up. Popular man. I, I guess so. But but for us, um, for, for me, um, you know, being on tour, I love that kind of stuff. Like I said, the last 17 months, man, COVID, COVID wrecked, absolutely devastated our industry. Um, you know, and I'm not talking about just the live performances, you know, there's so many different things that, that depend on the entertainment industry. You know, you think about the tour buses, you think about the, the crew, the lighting, the, the sound companies, all of the catering hotels, all of that kind of stuff. You know, the, the, the entertainment industry was just devastated. And so, you know, what we have done this year is very much try our, our, our very best to, uh, to take every show that makes any sense whatsoever, even if we're not making the money that we should be making on it. We've been doing our very best to, to, to take every show because we want to get people back out there. We want people to enjoy uh, this great nation that we live in. You know, man, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer that America is by far the best country in the world. Here, here. And Amen. I don't apologize for that. I don't apologize for that, and I don't back down from that. I don't give a damn what your opinion is about other places. You know, until you've been to some of these other places and you've seen how their people live, don't tell me that we're not the best country in the world because we are. Amen. And, you know, and, and I, I, uh, I'm, I'm excited to get the entertainment, the live entertainment back up and running. I'm excited to, uh, to get all that kind of stuff and, just get back to normal buddy i love it thank you so much for spending time with us today dude you're welcome you're welcome appreciate it as always i mean it was it listen it was a a long drive i know i know well look i I, it's it's the sacrifice that's why i like you so much we all have our sacrifices you know i mean i i had to i had to hurry home You, you saved me money you got me out of Costco. Seriously, that's right. You got me out of Costco to get home so I could t- so I could talk to you, fellas. I love it. It's funny because my wife breaks out in panic attack if she has to go to Costco. I have to do the Costco runs. It's it's because there's so many people and there's so much. She just gets overwhelmed, and so she just if if there's ever a chance not to go, she doesn't. And I always go to Costco. You know what I did for my wife today while I was at Costco? Uh, picked she, her up uh, something we good. Were, we were in. I did. I did. I, so we were in uh, we were in Nashville uh, a couple weeks ago. A friend of ours told us about this uh, this, this bottle of wine, and uh, I was walking through Costco, and sure enough, they had uh, several cases of it. So I bought her a case of wine nice. to bring home so she could have it. So that way, when she says, how much money did you spend at Costco? <laughs> I can be like, well, I bought you a case of wine. So, uh, so, so I spent some extra. And then she's going to be, yeah, and then she's going to be like, well, and then I'll be like four. four, four yeah, settle four, down. Four, settle you know, Fifteen down. minutes later, she's like, "This is a good decision." That's, that's, a great that's right. Decision. And then you're like, "How you doing, girl? What's your name is?" Tom <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. If you get down to the ballpark again, come by the studios and see us. And uh, otherwise, Absolutely. we wish you nothing but the best on everything you got going, touring and family and and all that and and um just love spending time with you and can't wait to do it again soon brother we'll do it scott nice to meet you 
Yeah, look man. forward to uh, look forward to seeing you guys again, Tug. If you ever need anything, brother, you know I'm a phone call away. You are the best, Mark Wills on Braves Country, bud. Have a great day. All right, bud. See, See you now. Go Braves. Thanks so much, dude. I don't know how to cut this off, so you You're may welcome, have to bro. turn it off. I'll show you. It's like this. I love y'all. Have a great day. ThePodcastPark.com is your home for the fans' entire stable of original podcasts. If you're a true Atlanta sports fan, you need to stay connected to shows like Welcome to Madlanta, featuring Atlanta's rich history of sports legends. College football fans will love the Chuck Oliver Show podcast. Two hours of college football talk every day, all year. And baseball fans get to dive into Domino's archive of baseball legends on hardball. Subscribe to all these great shows and so many more anywhere you get your podcasts or stream them free 24-7 at thepodcastpark.com presented by Associated Credit Union. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart, and there needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at artisancustomcloset.com and then call us for a free in-home consultation. 